0: Welcome back to Crazy Curious, and today we're going to be talking about dichotomies.
1: Yes! So dichotomies are the four letters that make up your type, and each letter has two different things that it can be,
0: and all together, that's what you are. Right. So the first letter in your stack is either going to be an I or an E, so that's introversion or extroversion.
1: I feel like a lot of people think they know what this means, but most people would alone on their own identify as ambiverts, which is kind of the middle ground, which is why we're here to further explain it. So introverts focus inward. So they feel a little overwhelmed by too much outside experience, and they focus on internal thoughts. Like they seem to draw more inspiration from what they're already thinking, what's already going on inside their head, rather than like what's external to them. And so like... For them, they like to be alone, and, like, their own inspiration and their own thoughts really can entertain them more than they could for extroverts who need more stimulation.
0: Right. Oftentimes, if they're seeking some kind of entertainment or or time to gather their thoughts, rather than seeking outside experience to kind of stimulate mm-hmm. their thought process, they will actually isolate themselves, not in a weird way, but just in order to gather themselves because they – yeah. They draw a lot from their thoughts and feelings internally.
1: I like to think that like if somebody has a creative pursuit and they're an introvert, they're gonna, instead of like going into the outside world to like find inspiration for like what they want to make, they'll probably draw from what they've already thought, from what's already going on inside their head. And they need that alone time to sort those thoughts so they can make something out of them.
0: Right. And a big, uh... I don't know, stereotype or thought that people have that turns them off of thinking they might be an introvert is that they say, well, I enjoy social interaction or I I have a lot of friends or acquaintances or I like talking to people or being out in the world. You can be an introvert and have those things just that your main energy will be gained from what's within, not that outside stimulation. I
1: mean, yeah, it's really complicated. And I think when it comes to dichotomies, introversion versus Versus extroversion is the hardest to figure out without the functions because most people identify as ambiverts. About, like, I think it's around 60% of the population is that middle ground. Like, I know that's where I fall, and it was really hard for me to
0: figure it out, but functions helped a lot, and we'll get into those in later episodes. Right. And then the next is extroversion. So they obviously is the opposite, focus more outward. They get a lot of excitement or stimulation for their minds from the things that are going on or happening in the outside world. Whether it's like conversation with a friend or some experience or event that they're going to. And so if they, in that same scenario, are looking for creative inspiration Mm -hmm. or something like that, then they're going to go out and seek it in the outside world. Yeah,
1: they would get bored more easily. They like to have things constantly going on around them because they... There's like they like to they draw their thoughts, they make their thoughts based on what they see going on, based on what happens in the real world.
0: Right. And so again, misnomers, they they can and do need and enjoy alone time. They like to be by themselves at times. It's not like they constantly need to be around people as a lot of people think. And they can have smaller numbers of friends or have times where they say, I just don't want to interact with people, I need to be by myself. However, their main energy is gain from without not within
1: yeah i mean i personally had a really hard time figuring out if i was an intp or entp and like it was confusing because like i feel like a lot of websites are like well if you're tired and you're an extrovert you'll be like whatever i'm tired i should go out and have fun and that's how i'll cope with it and i was like well no if i'm tired i want to go home and take a nap so clearly i'm an introvert and like two like if i go home and like My mom is trying to like talk to me, but I've had a long day. I will evade a conversation at all costs, but that doesn't necessarily make me an introvert that like sometimes I need my alone time. Sometimes I really don't want to have to have social interaction. And I was able to figure it out eventually through like learning about functions and the realization that like within the system of MBTI, I can be an intro extrovert, but like I still can identify as an ambivert instead Because that's what I feel I truly am outside of, like, an individual system.
0: Absolutely, yes. MBTI is a lot more flexible in these different letters than a lot of Mm. people think, and that is because of functions, which we will get into. personality is fluid. Right. So, the next two letters are either an N or an S. So, you can be an intuitive or an N, which means that your focus in the world, how you go through and take in information and understand things, is based on kind of theories, ideas, the abstract or potential. So concepts that maybe aren't totally verified by science or or they're not real and concrete or they're, I don't know, fluid. You can't totally yeah, understand they're them. they're future focused. So basically we're like... Where like a
1: sensor would want to say like, this is what's going on now. A intuitive would say, this is possible. Like, I don't know that it's going to happen, but it's something that I want to see if it's possible. And so they don't feel a compulsive need to focus on things that can only be true.
0: Right. And so as a example is they often, and even not even focused into like the future or just Mm -hmm. basic decisions. When they look at the world, a lot of intuitives see patterns or, or uh, underlying connections that may, not that they're not there, but that to other people might see confusing. So a great example is in The Book Thief. This is uh, a book that's famous for really interesting description and simile and metaphor. Mm -hmm. And one that I take note of is the the breakfast-colored sun, where they describe yeah. the sun as colored like a breakfast. And I've saw, seen a lot of reviews that are like, this is, this makes no sense, it's so confusing. yeah Well, to an intuitive, that is the kind of connections that they make, that they see these two seemingly unrelated things and connect them together to create yeah. kind of an idea. like when you
1: hear about people... Like, in theory, think of it this way. When you hear about people seeing a color and, like, connecting it with a taste, it's kind of like that. They just connect weird things together that don't really go together, but it's just
0: part of who they are. Right. And so then we've got sensors, which sensors focus on the real or the practical things that they're excited about what's happening in the world today. The actual, you know, uh-huh. what has been tried to true and tested or what do i think is really going to happen in my life you know what's happening now or what have i experienced yeah and
1: for that reason instead of like drawing on like what's possible for the future to predict the future a lot of times they'll look more to past experience to say if this is what's happened in the past this is what will most likely happen in the future instead of just kind of like looking solely to the future and making predictions based off of maybe like internal an internal system that they kind of have going.
0: Absolutely. And a lot of sensors are also very now focused. So it depends yes. on what kind you are, which again goes into functions, Yes. but you can be very focused on what is happening right now. I want to experience the world as it is in this yes. moment. And that is something that I really value about a lot of sensors because neither both of us are intuitives, but I really yes. like that idea that sensors can yeah. be very present in the moment. I
1: mean, that's, yeah, I'm, I even, I find myself trying to be more present in the moment and just trying to make the most,
0: of life as it comes. Right. And so then, so our next two letters are T and F. So yes. thinking and feeling. Yeah. You have two thinkers here. Right. So thinking focuses on logic or reason. Yeah. Basically the cold, hard data, right? Yeah. It's like what is objectively
1: true without thinking about maybe how other people or even you personally value
0: what may not be objectively true. Right. They they really make decisions off of, off of what are the absolute truths that I see in the world. Yeah. You know, these things that are backed by data and fact. Yes. Can't be really changed based on belief or opinion or what other people feel. And they so when they organize or when they actively, you know, create systems, they they do so based on efficiency, based on accuracy, what will work the best exactly. basically. Right. Well, a feeler would say what would work what the best. What would work would be the best?
1: scientifically like what would like what on a data level like data and numbers what would
0: practically be the most efficient yes then feelers are based on more emotion and values now people think oh they're over emotional or
1: Oh, no, no, not necessarily. Not
0: true, right? They use their own morals, what they have decided about them worlds themselves. Their subjective truths in order to make big decisions. Yes. So
1: if they're going to organize, they think it's more important maybe to organize instead of what's objectively better, to what's going to create the most harmony and cohesiveness and make people be the most happy with each other.
0: Exactly. They often utilize empathy and just defining what truth really means mm-hmm. and this can cause people to think oh think, thinkers or thinkers might be not empathetic or harmony loving they mm-hmm. might be cold and only data driven that's not true
1: yeah the only people that are truly only cold and data driven are sociopaths and only one in 25
0: people are like that but a lot more than one in 25 people are thinkers right exactly and then feelers on the flip side can be seen as, oh, they're not organized or reasonable or logical, and that's not true also. Yeah,
1: for sure. I've I've met some feelers that like really, they're very practically oriented and they're very logic-driven and they really want cold, hard facts. It's just, they do think it's really important to value
0: people's feelings too. Right, ultimately that's more important to yes. them when making decisions. So lastly is judging and perceiving. So you'll either be a J, a judger, or a mm-hmm. P, perceiver. And so this is all, this is important to note because this is probably the most confusing aspect of MBTI because it really delves into functions and it is all based on external. So how you are in the world, no matter if you're an introvert or an extrovert, in the world, how you interact with it, that determines this letter for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically a judger or a J is more likely to be outwardly organized and planned out. They might not be as willing to take things as they come they like to have agendas they don't like to be spontaneous and like going with the flow is kind of hard for them and a lot of ways that's because a judger may not be as internally organized to the point where like they need things to be externally organized for them to be able
0: to process it exactly if they have things lined up then they can take in information and make decisions better and they also are a bit more active In as they go through life. So they are more apt to push their agenda or say like, this is how I want things to get done and do that. Whereas a perceiver is going to be more of the kind of person who's going to say, let's see how it goes or let's see, it'll all work out. That's a lot of things that perceivers might believe.
1: Yes, like a perceiver is a lot of times more relaxed and unstructured and they kind of just take things as they come. And I like to think of it as, Judgers have their actions organized, while perceivers have their thoughts organized. Like perceivers may have their thoughts more like, as I said, organized, and they can use this to take things as they come. They're more prepared to take in the world around them as it is, without it having to be planned out or thought up ahead of time. But like for a judge,r they may be a little more scatterbrained inside, so they have to be organized on the outside for them to be able to take things and take the world and, like, function in the
0: world and get things done. Right. And this can be confusing for people because they can say, no, I'm just – I'm organized within, but I'm also very organized without. And as you look into the functions, it becomes more clear that maybe you – or organizing your own way within but yes. really maybe not as much as you thought or etc but the bottom line is that judges like plans and outside organization action and perceivers like spontaneity and to be able to do things as they come to them so and we also want to cite our sources so a lot of this was from personality junkie.com and 16 personalities and also some of it from psychology com. Yes.
1: 16 personalities is definitely dichotomy focused right so yeah we are going to in our next episode get into functions we are excited to share that with you right and for any of you that are struggling with dichotomies and like really feel like you don't perfectly fit into one or the other for any of the letters a lot of that is going to be cleared up with functions
0: right so tune yeah. in to the next one so
1: yes tune in thank you so much goodbye bye